0: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Ah,
1: uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. We are coming to you live from the world-famous AfterBuzz TV studios in sunny Los Angeles, California. <laughs> and if we got a show for you... But before we get started with all the dust-ups and cuffs, let me introduce the amazing panel that gets to sit with me here tonight. First, all the way to the far, far left, he is the international super scout and the law doctor bringing the wrestling knowledge from all over the globe. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Roger Corral. I'm here for the fisticuffs. cuffs. <laughs> And next to him, she is the indie super fan. Checking out all those wrestlers that you don't realize you're going to love in the years to come. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Anissa Barr. That's me. I'm an indie mark.
2: That she is.
1: And to my immediate left. He is not an Your <laughs> Your eyes are not deceiving you. The Rick Rude of Afterbuzz wrestling oh, on both oh. shows in one night. He is the hot taken machine, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for Jim Alexander.
3: There's a clone of me on NXT sitting on that awful couch, but I mean, <laughs> To be fair,
2: the couch is very awful. Yeah.
0: But Can ha- we get a Rick
2: Rude <laughs> grind going?
1: Alright! Uh, please don't get this. This seat <laughs> uh, can't handle this, okay? uh, uh, Can someone get uh,
0: that, please? <laughs>
1: and hailing from inside the booth, he is the king of the bing, bang, and boom. Ladies and gentlemen, the super producer! Give it up for Josh Alonzo! Uh, Whoa. Good problem! That was very lively. There's problems in a booth, <laughs> Very spirited reaction from very Josh. Spirited.
2: I am very excited to be with you all. How we doing? That's oh.
1: not me. How are we doing tonight? Yay! Let's get the dynamite going. And speaking of dynamite... <laughs> we <Well>, Light <laughs> the fuse, <laughs> feel the boom. And I am your benevolent host, Fancy Jack Farmer. And let's not yeah. hold up any longer what a cracking episode folks what did you think overall thoughts
0: my favorite episode so far
3: since the beginning
0: of of time yeah Yeah. since the beginning I feel like it was just jam packed action back to back every single match was just spot on
2: I feel like I'm used to companies not appreciating my viewership and so (laughs) (laughs) I'm grateful that there's a company that does yeah,
1: we deserve better. That's right. But
2: uh Jim, what did you think? Here's the thing.
3: Don't you think that certain companies put on the best shows when they're in their home base, in a sense, or their yes. their ah. back, backyard, Atlanta, Georgia? I mean, yes. so many of the originals uh. were there from back in the WCW days. I thought we saw some incredible stuff, and they really laid it on the line tonight. I feel yes. like even the wrestlers brought it. You saw Cody bring it. It felt
1: like a pay-per-view. It really felt like it had that pay-per-view feel to it throughout. Yeah, yeah I'm not one for hyperbole, but this may have been, <laughs> been the greatest single wrestling show i've ever seen in the <laughs> wow. history of <laughs> wrestling show. When it was it was it was a it was a phenomenal show wow. and let's let's just talk about it guys that that final match wardlow versus cody so much amazing stuff happened in that match roger walk me through it what did you think watching this steel structure and these two guys go at
2: it? Well, first of all, the cage was great. It had a little WCW feel, like mm-hmm. a little dinky but cool and different, kind of like a mini Hell in a Cell. Yeah, uh, was, that's uh, what Jim was
1: saying yep, that backstage. Totally. Yeah,
2: it was cool. And then uh, I think to trust Wardlow to be able to play that kind of match with Cody, I think that was great. Cody keeps getting busted up in the face. I don't know what that's about. There's a, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot going on here. We saw Arn Anderson kind of dabble a bit on you know the usual shenanigans on turning on a roads right uh so that that was interesting man
1: lots of really cool stuff speaking of the uh the the arn anderson spot it was a, a callback i think to war games when yeah. the nwo mm. faced the four horsemen and kurt hennig uh slammed the door on <laughs> rick flair uh, and of course, Cody being the Ric Flair, bleeding every time we see him. Uh, is it too much though? Does he need to
3: tone it down? Does it come to a point where it becomes a weekly thing and it's almost uh, comedic in a way? And it does because because blood is for a reaction, right? <laughs> Not that, for fun. That that usually means you are part of a brutal battle. You've gone through a lot of things. It's it's reserved for big time matches. I get it for tonight because it's yeah. a special match, but we can't have him weekly just get. I mean, either he's getting lashed, or he's getting busted <laughs> open, or something's yeah. going out. Like, Cody, like, this man is, like, he how much
0: pain tolerance does he have? Okay. Listen, I think
1: he forgets he he's the boss.
0: Yeah. He doesn't need to You, you, you need don't have to, to do, do this, that, man. Right. Yeah. Like, he doesn't
1: have to do that. Uh, you're one for blood, Anissa. Do you like him bleeding all the time?
0: Sure, why not? I mean, That's... it doesn't bother me, you know? Yeah. I, I think, in a way, I don't mind the blood, obviously, but... I feel like this match, it was well needed because they were in a cage. But I, I. Hoped that we were able to see Warlow bleed a little bit or something, but you
2: wanted more blood.
0: Well, I mean,
1: that terrified me. My ears so, are bleeding now. So, uh, <laughs> everyone's bleeding. Um, yeah, you had mentioned Wardlow. To me, uh, he just comes across as a very old school big man. If you yes. think about like the old days of, of big men, a very cool throwback. Uh, Jim, what did you think seeing? We got to see Wardlow for the first time in the cage. What do you think of this behemoth? I,
3: I think it was a perfect spot for him to be put in Cody on the main stage in a cage match like this. I thought it was a big moment of the company trusting in him. Right? Here's right. Cody's proven. We don't we don't need he doesn't need yeah. to prove to anyone. He's proven in different companies and all but this was a big moment uh, for Wardlow. I, I yeah. feel like that's really trusting someone to put in a newbie, in a sense, on a big spot with Cody, and I think he did a great job because that moonsault, hey, it, it was big yeah. on him to, to get Cody, too, to be in a proper spot, too, and, and yes. to, that's what made it kind of beautiful looking because yeah. Cody did his, man, but he yeah, was there to kind about, of... Tell us about that moonsault because yeah. we were watching that together, and it I was, was gonna, just... Yeah. I, we couldn't believe it, right? We're, we yeah. all like popped, like there, because like it was so quick. Usually at mousseads, they they kind of they, they stand on top and and get the crowd <laughs> react Cody. of the cage. And Cody just went for it immediately, <laughs> and it kind of surprised because it was so quick and. It just felt so abrupt, and, and when it happened, you couldn't react until after the fact of it, you know? Right. And it was pulled off just flawlessly by everyone involved. Yes. It, it, right into a pin, right? There's yes. no sloppy moments yes. in that. I just thought it was a perfect execution and moment, and it really sold the whole night
2: right at the end. It was, it was perfection. I'm I, always surprised how, yeah. like, they closed the show exactly at the
1: end of the running time. Like, yep. they're like, right. they was, got everything. in there. it was just there. flawless. Yeah. He, didn't look, he didn't look back. Either. No, he crawled up there no. and he just like, Whoa. like. I mean, most of the time, Jim, as you said, usually they're up there for a second. They do like the kind of the look back. They, they and, almost look like, should right. I actually do this? You know? Yeah. Cody
3: had no reservation. That kind of showed no. you. And the thing is, he went down so quick. Usually, uh, a moonsault like that takes a little bit. You can see him kind of falling in the air and you're like, ah, uh, you know, that thing. Yeah. But that one was so, it was lightning quick. I thought yeah. that was even more impressive about it, how. Quickly, he executed and how quickly he was going through the air, you know, onto the the floor. It was
1: awesome. It was absolutely stunning. Uh, They also did a quick video package uh, earlier in the night. And Anissa, you had some comments about video packages in AEW that I'm hoping you could share for us real quick. What did you think of the video packages?
0: I liked the video packages more than I like certain companies' video packages because it's not... It's a story within the story. It doesn't just show two people... Cutting promos back and forth, it's bringing people involved. They brought Taz in, they brought Arn Anderson in. It felt more personal, and that's something that I really like about AEW is that they, with their promos, they bring people within around their circle, and the way they edit it is just like it's not a lot of filters. It's yep. just a little bit here and there. Yeah. Just whoever does the editing, good job. It on must that. have been a
3: just, documentary film, filmmaker. It, does. it, it yeah. definitely it does. feels like you're watching a mini documentary every time yeah. they cut a promo because there's a backstory. There's the the setup. to what's going on and the kind of the open-endedness of every promo and i feel like that takes some actually like a story arc they have a story arc to every promo which is it's not just like here's music and fancy effects like you said there's a there's a story being told in a quick snippet of time that's that's someone that was a
2: filmmaker or had some kind of film background that's producing and that's hard to pull off i mean how many times i've shown wrestling clips to like people that aren't wrestling fans and it's corny sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's, it's yeah. hard to pull off.
0: And I mean, as someone who who edits videos, that, that is something that I want to achieve sometime Because that is so hard to do. Yeah. To make it look like a movie trailer.
1: Right, and I, as you guys, Jim, especially as you alluded to it, like it really draws the emotion out instead of it just being like yeah. the catchphrases in one. It's line points of view it's from itself. others,
3: right? You yeah. have people who kind of tell the stories on air the commentators in a sense or the figureheads telling the story and setting up, which would mm-hmm. they do great. They do this on a nightly basis by telling yeah. the commentary in the ring. You have someone setting up instead of doing it to a music video song, like let's just right. do the promo the length of this <laughs> music video, right? Right, and until it right. ends, and then have the high spot and high move. No, this is a story in a documentary form being told and it really sells the feud
1: and the people involved in it yep. absolutely and speaking of of selling things and good video packages jim could you go ahead and sell some of our video packages here for Afterbus? well i'm no filmmaker but you
3: nerds know you <laughs> know that i am good at telling you how to subscribe <laughs> at this stuff you're watching AEW after show. You saw Cody off the top rope. Least you can do to keep on getting this content of us talking about it <laughs> yeah. is click on that subscribe button and tell us what you thought about that and everything yeah. else. We want to know your thoughts. We go back, we interact with you guys. I know Jack's always there responding to everything. Tell us what you thought about the show. Interact with us. Always like. We like to get him up like the likes. We we have a we have yeah. a benchmark we want to reach right here. Right. And if you're listening in the car. Pull over! Don't do this. There could be cops <laughs> up. right up. Pull over. Give us a five-star rating. Comment more, and definitely subscribe to that podcast version of it too. So you have AW with you wherever you are car home in the gym you need to be hearing
1: and telling everyone and definitely appreciate the mention Uh, of pulling. you know definitely appreciate pulling over because it would be terrible if you were in the middle of leaving us a five-star review (laughs) and something happened and you weren't able to finish it and hit confirm i was nervous where that was going man uh shout out also to everyone in the chat we've got charlene dg dang mq dylan matthews Eric Clark, External Shockwave, Joe uh, Surfla—I don't know if I'm pronouncing the that sir- right—but uh, Joseph Boza, <laughs> Peter Davies, Switchband ninety four, and real quick fun announcement to my grandpa who's watching: It's your birthday! Happy birthday, Grandpa yeah. Joe! <laughs> uh, grandpa Farmer! Uh, you know, sometimes you get to shout out the family. So shout right. out there! Uh, Pacific Northwest <laughs> is rolling yeah. the, the PNW. Yeah, uh, weak. Speaking of. I don't know, transitions, we're going to... <laughs> this is a very sweet uh, one We, right start, right we start, <laughs> Whenever I say speaking of, you know a transition's coming. You're waiting for that party, Grandpa's party. Uh, yes. Uh, so uh, we started the show with a tag team battle royal. You oh, know it's the Mac Militant. Coming to get it on. This was... That's a fun way to start off this whole show. We had just about every tag team imaginable in the ring all at once. And what I loved about this is that it had the classic rules of two feet have to touch once you go over the top rope. But it was a tag team, so both people had to be eliminated. Meaning if your partner was eliminated, you weren't necessarily out the winner getting to get a title shot at Revolution Uh, Lots of stuff happened, but the Young Bucks come out in the end. Uh, Anissa, what were some of your favorite parts of the match?
0: Well, first of all, I just want to say that this is probably one of my favorite types of rumbles. Um, I like the fact that there's an option where if your partner gets out of the ring, you still are able to have that chance. And it also shows how the person can go as a single competitor. Mm-hmm. But my favorite part, as probably mine and yours, is when uh, pretty much he super kicked Sammy Guevara he in He murdered face. Sammy Guevara. And we witnessed a murder
2: tonight. We witnessed a murder. And he didn't
1: bleed. And he didn't
0: bleed. he You should have seen Jackson I reaction. Like, everybody like, kept staring at us. We're like, you don't understand how freaking crazy I, that I was. I
1: stood up.
2: I was, yeah. was flipping tables.
0: Dude, he... Sammy but you Gavar. have to give Sammy Guevara credit ate for it. selling that. Just <laughs> absolutely ate it. I dare say
1: it was on par with the legendary HBK Shelton Benjamin. Wow. It, well, you a, are
3: throwing tonight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> again, I'm not one for hyperbole. <laughs> no. It was the single greatest kick ever thrown in the history of mankind. Uh, I, I thought everyone shined here. I thought uh, Butcher and the Blade looked great. The Butcher particularly, yeah. staring down Luchasaurus. Oh, um, Butcher came through, man. Uh, just messing everybody up and uh, all sorts of craziness. Can we agree that I think... Not TNA, that company's yeah. dead, I guess. But AEW
3: <laughs> has the best sellers, right? Yeah. And when wrestling. Yeah, they do. Like, yeah, they literally, do. When, you, when you look at Joey Janela, as you look at all yeah. these guys, like, just everyone sells so well and that right. really brings off not only at home it makes you feel like more excited and you know they know how to pull off and I, I appreciate that in a wrestler being able to put over other guys yes. and make it look yeah you know, every every time it makes it look like, like I said, someone's almost dead. You know, yeah. in that sense, which is a so, hell of a thing. To, to it's a compliment to the wrestler himself who's yeah. able to sound like that. You know, and I think that's a big key. And we know the Young Bucks have been notorious for be, doing that for yeah. years. You know, especially in tag team matches.
1: So it's like a company of Dolph Ziggler's. Yeah, and I was just thinking yeah. <laughs> that. Like they have one guy. This company is everyone. Everyone. Can do it's a very unselfish company. <laughs> yeah. It seems like they're all very much on board with what the overall show is trying to do. And uh, I had read a report where they Cody had said that they plan things out six months to a year in advance. So I think it's easier to to do these things when you know what the overall, what the end game is. Yeah.
3: But it's also about ego and jealousy. That plays a lot. A lot of guys in the ring, we won't see maybe on TV, won't want to sell or put someone over and make themselves look bad. It just tells me about this roster, how everyone's in sync, Mm -hmm. and how when Cody talks about everyone's on board and and they're doing it, like I believe it because you see it in the matches. When you see other guys putting over other guys, other guys making each other look good, you know, and not to just take the Mm -hmm. shine for themselves, I think that says overall the health of the company and the camaraderie that's there.
1: Yeah, and uh, speaking of working together, <laughs> uh, we have Omega and Hangman, the tag team champions, defending their titles against the Lucha Brothers. And again, I'm not one for hyperbole, but I swear this is the third time in about a month I've said this is one of the best tag team matches I have seen in about as long as I can remember. You know it's the Madden- <laughs> <laughs> Coming to get it on. So,
2: uh, you're right, this is like a pay-per-view worthy show, man. I know, and if you're complaining in
1: chat, ooh, I'm not spending $49.99, <laughs> you got it for free tonight, okay? Stop complaining. <laughs> it's insane how top-notch, first off, Phoenix is insane. He is an insane person, Pentagon is insane, Omega's insane, Hangman's insane, uh, Roger, <laughs> what what were you thinking watching this match?
2: Sounds like an asylum to me. <laughs> like, it, <it's> like, <laughs> Lock me up. This is uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. I think this is the best tag team division in all of wrestling history. Yeah, like I, I yeah. there's it's like up there. there's like ten top groups, and you're right. Like every tag team match keeps stepping up. Like I don't okay. know how to evaluate these matches anymore. Yeah, and, like this match in itself, and I think we discussed the last week. Omega and Hangman have this weird dynamic where they're not really in sync, but they are. Right. (laughs) like They're they're, they're not really planning things. They're not really a tag team, and yet they are. It works every single week. And so I'm excited to see that dynamic against a tag team that does have experience in the Young Bucks.
1: Well, it's going to be great, too, because they've been building this subtleness of Hangman wanting to break away from the Elite and Kenny kind of being like, we're friends with the Young Bucks, but we're competitive, And now they have a match at Revolution. Anissa, what are you thinking going into this match? Do you want to see Hangman and Omega retain? Or I know you're a SoCal uh, (laughs) supporter. Do you want to see the Young Bucks come through?
0: I, I do want to see the Young Bucks come through. But I think that Kenny and Hangman will win. And I think they'll have another rematch at Double or Nothing.
3: You think they're all going to yeah. hug at the end? Uh, I know where this yeah. is going. This is going <laughs> this is
0: Hangman turning
3: on Omega, Young Bucks getting a no, title no, and double no, or nothing no. it's going to be Hangman versus I Kenny Omega I double it. or nothing. No. I yes. want, you know what I, I hope, hope it's totally happens? Happening.
1: I hope Kenny Omega does the smart Thing and realizes his tag team champion partner is more important than some silly friendship he made in Good Japan. Lord. He needs to turn his back on oh, the Oh, you want Young Kenny Bucks. to turn? I want Kenny to say, you know what? Nah. Hangman's got the right idea, Young Bucks. <laughs> I like these, this guy. Because you know what? The Young Bucks have been saying for years they're the best tag team in the world and they're not the champions and I don't how like a, it. How about Triple Threat? Turn. You have Ke- uh, Kenny. triple. Yeah. No,
3: no. Nick Jackson <laughs> turns <laughs> on everybody. Yes, here we, <laughs> here we go. Kenny turns on Hangman. And Jake. just so Young Bucks can get the title. So they're Good. buddy-buddy. That makes the Young Bucks kind of come off as heels. And then Hangman's the only one left as a face because everyone got a <laughs> triple turn there. Right? That would actually be interesting. Because yes. people love
0: Hangman. And then you would
3: have the right? elites. They would be actual the heels, because we haven't
0: seen yeah. Young Bucks really as heels. Well, there's heels. more people in the Elite than just them
3: But, well, I mean, the original, okay, friends. I mean, <laughs> original friends. They're original
2: friends, yeah, right? you are
3: going to add Cody to that. They're like the original four. Uh, but I this tap. company uh, is uh,
1: filled with heels, so what are we going to be left with if this happens? It'd be such a good company if they all <laughs> yeah. turned. Uh, I love it. I am parking my car in the same garage as Jim Alexander yes. on oh, yes. I absolutely love it. Uh, I can't wait to see that one. Uh, this is the
2: same guy that suggested the Nightmare Collection that was going to continue on.
1: They they do in our hearts. Uh, (laughs) uh, So we had a quick promo from Nyla Rose. She's our new women's champion, already putting a stamp on uh, her spot as the top women's wrestler. We had uh, Statlander come out and challenge her a bit. We also had Big Swole come out and challenge her a little bit. Uh, Anissa, how do you think this is going to break down, these three
0: I, I, so we talked about it obviously mm-hmm. while we were watching, and we pretty much thought it's gonna be, Satliner and Big Swole are gonna face for the number one contender, and that and go on to face Nyla Rose. And I do have to give lots of credit to Nyla Rose. I really thought that promo that she cut was great.
1: Yeah, I agree. She's a, she's a good target.
0: And she is, and if Awesome Kong wasn't doing glow or wasn't injured. I think them too. Oh, but that I, would be
2: a hell of a
3: hell match. of a good match. I think yeah. that's coming down the but road. But I hope
0: we get to see that sometime this year.
1: I miss Riho. You, you miss <laughs> already <laughs> <laughs> already. <laughs> All right. Wow, that was long. <laughs> I I I agree. well, I agree. I think Nyla Rose is is. I think she's such. She's exactly what the women's division needs. And mm-hmm. before this this promo, uh, we had Shanna and Statlander have a match that was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I you know when when AEW started, it got a lot of heat for its its women's division I believe that they have put the building blocks in, they have a good women's division. They have versatility they have yeah. different sizes, they have different styles,
3: I think they have a little bit of yeah. anything there's not, not everyone looks the same, right they, they they have, each of them I feel like actually has some depth of characters mm-hmm. too. you know, each individual yeah. women's mm-hmm. wrestler, And but when it comes to Nyla Rose, I think this is fine to set up for a long title hold she can't drop this Right. Yeah. This needs to be. This needs to be a long run. I'm talking to right. like through the summer. This, oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Hey, legitimately, I felt Niall Rose should have won the first ever that uh, the women's yeah, yeah. title. Initially, agreed. so it took a while for that to happen. Now we need to see the validation because I felt like that was the the individual they wanted to build from the beginning, the mm-hmm. women's division around. Yeah. Now finally, after months of it, they're they're giving the strap. Niall Rose got to dominate now and throw in a bunch of different competitors. If Awesome Kong can come back, they'll be a. That would be the major like peak of a feud for her. Yeah. But this is where she dominates and just runs through everyone.
0: I wonder if um, Nyla Rose will hold the title until Double or Nothing and Awesome Kong returns. Because that last year, that's where she debuted. And mm-hmm. it would be a beautiful thing for her to return as, as a surprise to face Nyla Rose.
1: That would be a beautiful thing. And then ideally, Nyla Rose wins so she can whoever that, wins tack I, tack I just counter, want to see uh, that match happen yeah. 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 do, you, do you set up that
0: feud
3: do you build the hype or you do it as a surprise
0: as somebody I like surprises okay. so yeah. for me that would be awesome I like
3: to see a build because I think the promos we talk about the AEW yeah.
1: promos they could yeah. build some Actually, great promos great with build. that build. that's a good point I, I, yeah. I think so, you, it's a surprise by having Awesome Kong show up as a surprise but then right. you build up to a match yeah, you can do both down the agree. road agree um, And uh, speaking of surprises, sometimes we are surprised with (laughs) some of the amazing talent we get to see here every week. But they all start somewhere. So that means it's time for one of my favorite segments. It is the Dynamite Highlight with Anissa Barr.
0: Oh, new music! (laughs) (laughs) The
2: Wednesday Messiah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm offended. Seth Rollins. I'm, I'm offended. <laughs> Seth Rollins is trash.
1: Oh. Okay. All right.
0: But who isn't trash is Darby Allen because he is my highlight of the week. Darby Allen uh, has been wrestling in since 2015. He's he's been the reason why you guys should like Darby Allen is because he's been in the. Uh, He's been in Progress Wrestling, Triple A. He's been on Evolve multiple times. If you have the WWE Network, he's been on there wrestling for multiple wrestlers. He also, of course, is in AEW, as we saw tonight. He made his return Big Pop, which I really, really enjoyed. I was so excited. He also is straight edge and that's how he lived his lifestyle for so long because when he was younger, he saw his uncle drunk driving and told himself he would never drink again. There's also a uh, documentary, it's called The Wrestler's Best New Talent in America, and he's part of that. And it really shows more side about Darby Allen and how he got his name uh, came from mm-hmm. a front man uh, from the band called Jams, um, Darby Crash, and the transgressive musician, Gigi Allen. If I can add so- to this as
2: well, yeah, those two guys are probably the most like crazy prominent. Vocalist in hardcore, especially GG okay. Allen. So I will it. say, don't look up any YouTube videos yeah, of GG Allen. Do I mean, not. He's a beast. Oh, well, I wouldn't say beast in a good way, but he's just like a different type of person, yeah. and it definitely fits with the character that Darby Allen is portraying, as well as the uh, Darby Crash persona that he's also emulating as well from the Germs, as well. So that's
1: my little tidbit from there. Wow. <laughs> the more you
0: know. The more you know. <laughs> and then also um, some cool matches I suggest watch to Darby Allen is him versus Nick Gage and GCW. As as well as him and Velveteen Dream at Evolve 59.
1: Ooh. That would be interesting mm-hmm. to look nice. back and see him yeah. versus Velveteen Dream uh, at Evolve. He also has some cool matches over in Defy Wrestling, the Pacific Northwest. Oh There's my God! Shout out you, <laughs> Here's the thing about Darby uh,
3: would, would you get rid of all the face paint or maybe go both <laughs> sides of the
1: face paint? These are the questions we (laughs) need. (laughs) This is is what I want to know. He seems like a
3: pretty boy from one side of the face, too, so I don't know if you want to get rid of the paint. I
1: I, I would want to see him as the whole skeleton paint. I feel like you need to have one of those videos where it just shows him from the side, yeah. and then he like turns, and you're like, "Oh, I like that." Uh, but yeah, he showed up today at the end of a, of a big match, looking like a vampire rock star, skating down and continuing his rivalry with, with Sammy Guevara. I didn't realize the Inner Circle had magical powers. Brought Sammy Guevara back to life <laughs> for <after laughs> oh this season, <laughs> for this moment. Not a good night to be Sammy Guevara, by the way, because he uh, he took a skateboard to the back. Building up that feud and that is looking like a fun one. Uh, who do you guys got in that so far, Sammy or Darby?
0: I do want to say a quick comment. I really liked how Darby Allen did the little slideshow of of the boards and yeah. pretty much saying at Revolution, uh, Guevara's dead.
1: Well, if he <laughs> we didn't if, murder if, you if he did today, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, well, I like how he's doing the sign thing because it is kind of stealing Sammy Guevara's thing. And but it's a fun, I mean,
0: Darby Allen has no voice do you think
1: do you think they're doing the <laughs> voice he just listens to metal music when right. you can emulate it, so I man.
0: mean yeah, well come on I mean we saw him get cho- I mean hit in the neck with the skateboard
1: yeah yeah so, so. yeah he's
2: pulling an Andrew Lincoln every week and <laughs> it's, it's kind of weird man like he, hey, Sammy Guevara can come from a dead Darby L. Right. like <laughs> every week he has signs and he communicates through his signs it's like a Christmas movie
1: it's a. <laughs> it's like uh, now, Darby Allin didn't ever really talk much before, so I don't know if it's too different than how he ever was, but uh, but still really cool to see him showing up and, and building that rivalry. Of course, this was after a match with the debuting Jeff Cobb versus John Moxley. Moxley. Uh, Cobb looked like a beast, like big old water buffalo of a man <laughs> rolling around. <laughs> <off>. He like, <laughs> yeah, has a rhino built. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's he's, a lot of meat in yeah. there. Yeah. He's a, he did kind a, of. Good. Yeah,
3: I thought of that too, actually. That's he, a
0: good
1: reference. I yeah. challenge anyone to hug him and get their fingers to touch. That's all I'm saying. That should be next week's challenge. It's rhino's <laughs> brother, right? oh, brother. Water buffalo. Rhino's brother. That's uh, what like he's that. Water like buffalo. That. Uh. Roger, how did you feel about Cobb's debut match?
2: I think he did well. I, I know they had a match at a G1, and the reviews were kind of iffy on that. I think this was a much better match. Uh, so their styles kind of. Don't mess a, a bit, but I think they carried on. They did a, an excellent job. Great job for a debut. Um he feels like a big piece of corn on the cob, man. Like it, it's Corn great.
1: on the cob. Yeah.
2: Some <laughs> corn
1: fed Jeff Cobb. Good at festivals. <laughs> Good at festivals. Anisa, <laughs> uh, Anisa, uh, now you know Jeff's Jeff, me we were on a first name basis. Good Jeff has Jeff. been uh, Jeff has been around the world wrestling. Did you like how he performed tonight? Or did you were you were you crabby that he was smashing uh, Moxley?
0: No, I thought he did really well. I felt like I mentioned to you while we were watching that this was like more of a test for him to see mm-hmm. if um, he really not—I don't want to say fits in because if he didn't fit in, they probably wouldn't put him in the inner circle. <laughs> what is this high school? But right. <laughs> I, I, I personally, Seats taken. <laughs> <laughs> I personally felt like Jeff Cobb did really well during this match sold as well as Moxie sold and going for the eye I really like that because obviously that that's the injured that's <laughs> where he- Mox is injured. I mean, of course you have to go for that. That was weird. Moxley didn't see him. <laughs> <at> him. <laughs> he didn't see this man coming yeah, on the wrong side. I think
3: know. first of all. Jeff Cobb is not a name you can get over with. So let's let's get a change of name. That's what I name. said last week. I'm, I'm, glad, yeah. he's <laughs> I'm glad he's here. Glad he's here. Jeff Cobb. Oh, sh- damn. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be a tough. I recommended all that. of them
2: last week. That's I can't not, be intimidated by that
3: name. No, you that's can't e- get over that's it That's, that's exactly what. But here's the thing. But
2: they do have faith in him. You
3: put him with Moxley in your first match. That's a rub. No. no No matter how the result happens or what the result is, you put him in in a debut against Moxley, one of your top, not only names in in the company, but in the industry, that's, that's showing some fate. So you switch up that name, and this guy's on a fast track to... Really doing some damage. And to Town, baby. To,
1: <laughs> Put some butter to Cob, on that Cobb. To butter up Cobb. Uh, yeah, and he really basically was squashing Moxley throughout the match until the very end. I'm a huge uh, Cobb fan. I personally prefer the name Matanza Cueto and think he should go back to that. Uh, not really, but I do... I did like him in in uh, Lucha Underground. I think they need to bring him back. I think he's great. I know he's not signed to a full-on contract, but I have a feeling once some of his calendar clears up, we're going to start seeing him in AEW quite a bit more.
2: Yeah, it's one of those maybe contracts.
1: One of those mi- I feel like that's the dream, isn't it? Like <laughs> If I want to show up, I'll show up, but if I'm busy, eh. eh
3: you don't do a maybe versus Moxie unless you're really certain about someone. Yeah, this guy doesn't show up. Moxley's yeah.
1: not a maybe kind of a you know guy. Like
3: hey, you know we're gonna job out Moxie. You know, like, right. No, you you gotta be certain about someone. You're
1: putting him against him. And speaking of people who we are all certain of, as we get near the end of the show, you know it is time for the last segment, which is Elite of the Week. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. As always, we start at number five and work our way down. First up, we got number five. It's the Young Bucks. They won a giant tag team battle royal. They're going to Revolution to challenge for the titles, and maybe, just maybe, they'll make good on their promise to be the best tag team in the world. (laughs) But ahead of them is the Lucha Brothers. The match they put on tonight was outstanding. The things they did were incredible. I haven't seen... (laughs) I haven't seen stuff like that in a tag match before. They could be singles, they could be in a tag, amazing stuff. Number three, it's your tag team champions of the world. It is Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. I have not been this invested in a tag team for as long as I can remember. Are they (laughs) going to stay friends? Are they going to break up? Are they going to keep on going? Who knows, but I am very interested in seeing it. Number two, we got Cody Rhodes. How do you not give it to the boss after jumping at least 300 feet down to the ring in a moonsault? absolutely incredible match, a string of amazing performances. I am buying into whatever Cody Rhodes is selling. And number one, it's my Grandpa Woo! Joe! Woo! Happy birthday, Grandpa! Woo-hoo! This one's for you. You get to be number one. <laughs> Grandpa Joe, tonight you are the Elite of the Week. And the number one contender <laughs> and, and <you> <laughs> just the <laughs> world title oh, no. with the bubble.
3: Grandpa's yeah. got
1: some bubbly. <laughs> yeah, so how do you guys feel? Anyone left out? Was it a pretty good pretty good run?
2: That's a great run. I want mm-hmm. some bubbly
1: now. The number one spot is quickly becoming the uh the sellout spot where we just put like Ki- just k- say- <laughs> Kiki was there last week. <laughs> so listen we got Waterburger next week yeah whataburger you know so listen staples me undies if you want to buy the number one spot it is for sale hit me up in the dms uh, but speaking of the dms it is time to wrap things up and let everyone know where they can send us those dms roger tell the people
2: you can find me on Twitter. I was excited. And you can find me on Twitter talking about the new AEW toys Roger underscore Corral. And
0: Anissa. And you can follow me on all social media at Anissa Bark. And Jeff Cobb will actually be in LA tomorrow wrestling. Oh,
3: double duty. He's home to change his name. Mm-hmm. And okay. you can find me on all social media at the Jim Alexander, realtalker.com. That's R E L Talker.com. They're at. breaking real wrestling stories. <laughs> like oh, yeah. yeah but, uh, Russo uh, hasn't been on TV. Sorry. Yeah. yeah definitely check it out. Gym and pop. then uh, Josh Gym in pop. the booth. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at joal L three two three SoCal. Whoa. yep And you can find me at
1: jackcfarmer.com as well as at RealJackFarmer across all social media. You can also check me out on the Raw After Show panel every Monday night at 9 p.m. with this guy right here. <laughs> as well as the... AEW social media scam, which is every Monday as well. So until next time, folks, do your best and be yourself. Our founder Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave,
2: we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz
1: see you later!